with a list here of all of the symptoms. I'm just going to read down through them. Anxiety, then sadness without cause or reason. It's just, why am I sad? I don't know why I'm sad. It's just sad. But the sadness leads you to a loss of attraction of doing spiritual things. No spiritual energy. I couldn't be bothered. Mm -hmm. Watch that one. Obstacles and false reasonings. This is like thoughts making you question, you know, was was my experience of God real? You know, I, I, I can't live without this sin or this temptation. I need to have this thing in my life. It's too hard to follow God. These sorts of things, you know, just discouraging words. An apparent loss of faith, hope and love. I say apparent because you actually haven't. You still have the ability, the, the capacity inside of you to make acts of faith, hope and love. But you don't feel that capacity. You feel really, really weak. Other symptoms, slothful, just feeling, I just couldn't be bothered spiritually with my spiritual practices. Tepid, which means you know, you know, the things of God don't uh, kind of taste good to your soul anymore. It's like, oh, you know, you try to pray and it just does nothing for you. Okay, that's tepid. So those are the symptoms that St. Ignatius lays out. But how do we get out of this? So first he says you want to act immediately or as soon as you possibly can when you start to realize it. And sometimes I'm, I'm struggling with this for like a day or two days or three days. And then suddenly I'm in prayer and the thought hits me. It's like, oh my gosh, it's desolation. It's spiritual desolation, not just normal desolation, not just, you know, oh, I need some more chocolate, uh, you know, I'm, you know, some natural up or down in my emotions. But it's actually a spiritual desolation, meaning it directly impacts my relationship with God. And that's really, really key. So we firstly, once we detect it, we want to commit to acting as soon as possible and with as much vigor, as much strength as possible. Second one, I'm going to look at my page, look at my page. Very importantly, do not change any spiritual commitments. Don't go, oh, I don't want to pray, so I'm not going to pray. Don't do that, because that's that's exactly what the enemy wants. Don't follow his advice. <laughs> that's advice you can follow. Step three, no surprises. Pray, ask God, Our Lady, the angels to help end this desolation as soon as possible. Number four, you want to find some word from scripture that is kind of the opposite to the lie that you're experiencing in your soul, the temptation you're experiencing. So often I will go to uh, like First Corinthians, it says, the one who prophecies speaks edification, encouragement, and something else. But I, the bit that I really focus on is encouragement. The Holy Spirit and God always and only speaks encouragement. Well, he can say other things to you, but he's never going to discourage you. So if I'm feeling discouraged, that's my word I go to. And now you want to get down to the Sherlock Holmes bit. This is the real St. Ignatius stuff. First of all, God only permits this for your good. So sometimes I just sit there and think of that and that, that can just break the desolation right there. God doesn't cause desolation, but he allows it. And it cannot happen without him allowing it. So because he's always love, you can be really confident. God, you only allow this because you love me, even though there's an ouch to it. That's okay. Now, this one's a little tricky. When did it start? So I start from right now. <laughs> like, okay, I'm definitely experiencing it now. Then I go back to the morning. Did I have it in the morning? Yes. No, I had that. Yeah, yeah. Prayer time was really difficult. Okay, the evening before. And I have to kind of trace my way back and say, okay, when did it start? Until I hit the time where I was like, no, that I was definitely conscious of being in consolation, meaning I was great peace, great joy, wasn't discouraged, I was very encouraged, etc. So keep going back until you find the place where it started. Now you want to know where it started because the next question is, what was the cause? The most usual cause of this is sin. Did you do something? For me, usually it's like, oh, totally. 
I was talking about somebody in a way I shouldn't have been, or I was being selfish, or I was overindulgent, or, you know, what an insert, insert sin, you know. And if that is the case, then I just repent with all my heart of it. And often again, that will break the desolation. But there can be other causes. Were you sloppy, slow, or lazy about your prayer or about the practice of virtue in your life? Sometimes this isn't because of like a fault or something we've done. It actually can be God's initiative. He can be testing us. He just wants to see and, and stretch us a little bit, see how committed we are in his service, how generous we are without pay. It's a bit like, you know, especially in the early days of our conversion, he's, he's giving us lots of sweets. He wants to see how are we, how much of a Christian are we without all the sweets, without all the rewards. So he, he cuts you off <gasps> and suddenly your supply of awesome, you know, Holy Spirit sweetness is gone. Okay, was that the only reason you were following him? So sometimes he, he allows these things just to test, to see, and to help us to grow. And so we don't remain babies our whole spiritual life, but we become mature followers of Jesus. Another cause is sometimes we need to be humbled and God allows this to happen so that we can realize, wow, consolation, grace, any breakthrough in ministry or prayer, that's all from God. It's not from you. You don't make this stuff happen. He gives it to you. Sometimes just sovereignly he gives it to you and sometimes because you've been cooperating with him and there can be a, a merit and a connection there well, whatever it is sometimes he, he he stops that so that we can learn wow god i've i've been presuming i've been thinking this stuff is mine and it's not and i'm really sorry very easily you want to do some little penance this is the pushing against this is the acting contrary to the advice of the devil if it is he's discouraging you and he's discouraging you to uh, to pray then your penance should be to do the opposite and then a little bit more. So let's say he's saying, yeah, don't pray this morning and, and you do 20 minutes prayer in the morning. My response to that would be, oh no, I'm doing 20 minutes prayer. And in fact, I'm going to do an extra five or an extra three. You know, I'm just to stick it to him. And this is actually St. Ignatius advice. It's like, you don't just commit, you know, stick with what you're doing, but you do just a little bit more. He said, don't do too much. Don't like do 40 minutes. Don't do an hour because then the enemy can push you into excess and to over-enthusiasm uh, that way and you can get burned out and fall that way. So just do what it is you've committed to do and then a little bit more. Another example of a penance would be if you're tempted to just lose lose faith in, in Jesus, just like, oh, I, don't, I think my experiences were false and I don't know that this is real. The, a great penance is to just make acts of faith. No, I, I am going to continue to believe in you, Jesus, and I am going to commit this day and make a little resolution to throughout my day to make acts of faith from the depths of my heart with all I've got to say, I do believe in you, Jesus stuff like that. So you want to push and act contrary to the temptations. The enemy usually attacks us in the same way, in the same place. He finds our weak spot. And this is great because the enemy actually helps you. He actually shows you where your weak spot is. You're like, thanks very much. And then do exactly the opposite. Last advice is talk to someone who's a bit more experienced in the spiritual life than you. If you can talk to, to a priest or, or whoever it is, someone you really respect, a bit of a mentor, and just share with them. Often if you bring it into the light, half its strength just disappears right there. I hope this has been helpful. God bless you. Today I want to talk to you. No, I don't. I want to say it totally differently. I don't want to talk to you. Why are you in my room? Get it.